You're listening to the Smash Bros. Cast, episode 64. I'm your host, N64 Josh, my co-host and sparring partner, Nightcrawler. What's up, dude? Hey, how's it going? It is going good. We have a we have a player three. Splice, what's going on? It's going well. It's uh, just got done with our stream trying to train my ice climbers amiibos and failing horribly, but we're going to get over it. Just, we can rebuild. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. Well, hey, uh, before we get started, guys, if you want to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash SBC. Pick up something awesome like uh, Blood, Sweat and Pixels or Console Wars. Uh, the chair I'm sitting in is from OPC. If you go to n64josh.com slash OPC, you automatically save $10 at checkout. And if you'd like to support the content that I create, you can go to patreon.com slash n64josh. Uh, with that, we're going to move right on in to our discussion with Splice and talking about Amiibo. All right. Well, this this is kind of a bonus episode and and it's been crazy. It's been crazy. Uh, the amount of feedback about Amiibo after we did that first episode with Grizz that like people are just excited. I'm glad splice. You reached out to me again. I know we talked a while back and uh, it's finally, we're finally happening. We're going to, we're going to talk about some of the things we didn't cover with, with Grizz before we do though, before we jump into it, can you give us just a little bit of, of history with yourself with smash and then some of the, the content you create and things like that? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, I started with, you know, I'm an old, old internet man, like you guys, uh, you know, so thirties, but that's basically just senior citizen on the internet. Truth. <laughs> and so I started with the original 64, uh, with my buddies really got heavy into melee. Uh, my story actually was kind of similar to captain Grisman's where my, uh, like at college, I started a league, uh, back then just for regular, you know, smash, uh, fighting and stuff like that. Uh, although we didn't, it wasn't the hardcore one-on-one, it was a free for all. Cause we wanted people of all skill levels to be able to at least enjoy it a little bit. Um, I, it's probably the best thing I've done just cause the fact the league, even after I've graduated is still going on. So that's kind of neat to find out. And then somewhere along the line, when Amiibo came out, I started doing local tournaments with Amiibos with mostly the people from that league and then last year, I discovered the Amiibo online community that uh, has existed since Amiibo came out. And I've been hosting Amiibo tournaments basically nonstop ever since online. Okay, cool, man. That's great. That's great. I'm glad to hear that there's still that leak still going on. That's pretty. That's yeah, pretty it's cool. kind of fun just to every once in a while because they still use my old spreadsheets and occasionally they break. So. I, I'm the only one who knows how to fix them because I'm the only one who codes poorly enough, but makes it work to, to do that. Love it. Love it. Love it. So um, let's uh, let's let's dive into this thing. Let's start talking Amiibo like okay. the the first little like you you threw some like some some talking points at me and mm-hmm. uh, you kind of wanted to talk about like the online tournaments and that kind of stuff. So. Let's yeah. So, yeah. So Captain Grisman, uh, he covered a lot in the thing that uh, was mostly uh, very correct. Um, some things have slightly changed since a uh, smash four and uh, he's mostly been doing it live. And so I was doing the exact same thing and I had some misconceptions as well. One thing that he uh, he said about training that was just slightly off. He said uh, Amiibo learn better from losing at the start and winning at the end. It's not quite true. 
um, amiibo learn equally well from getting damage, getting killed, killing and dealing damage at all points. It's just that at the beginning, amiibo are very passive. And so they're going what you do to them is going to influence them more at the beginning because you're the active one. Whereas as they get not older, but higher up in level there, they become, you know, caffeine adult ninjas as far as their reaction time goes. And mm. then they're just abusing you. And that's what teaches them because you just can't get hits in unless you start tilting things in your favor. I see. Okay. But the one thing he covered that I really liked was how you can use Amiibo to sort of diagnose flaws in your own game plan because you'll you'll find your mistakes real fast fighting Amiibo because like a like a child, they'll start mimicking your worst tendencies and you realize you can't say those words around them anymore because they can repeat them. <laughs> and I, I think that was the biggest thing that jumped out to me that I, I want to start doing with with Amiibo that I have. Um, is definitely set up those dittos and try to try to notice some of my bad habits. Yeah, it's it's really good for that. And it's not something I originally would have thought with Amiibo, but it's it's a good identification tool to make you a little more self-aware. As for the online community, um, he talked about uh, one of the big tournaments that uh, happens about once a quarter. Um, I'm going to go a bit back in the history of the community because some of this is before me back in smash four um the main site for amiibos is amiibo dojo which he uh he referenced the uh the leader of it cloud used to host this tournament about once a quarter wasn't regular but it was the big tournament clash of champions um and clash of champions was where everyone submitted their best amiibos to go at it one-on-one double elimination style tournament then Smash Ultimate came around and they changed the name to Clash of Chumps. Um, the interesting thing is the community for a long time hasn't had people streaming with like their face up and commentary at the same time. They're just broadcasting the matches for the longest time. Um, as far as I know, and this sounds so arrogant and I hate saying it, I think I'm kind of the only person right now who is actually streaming and shoutcasting these tournaments. And something cool that I'm going to get to do, uh, Cloud and Leaf, who have been the ones who have been instrumental in doing Clash of Champions and Clash of Chumps, are letting me uh, sort of shoutcast that from here on out. So we're going to be more regularly hosting that once a quarter. And so the next one will be in May. And we're changing the name to uh, Clash of Chumps on air because uh, that spells out Coco. And that's really nice. And uh, the other acronym is going to lead to people putting uh you know mathematical formulas about how eight equals a d a lot in your chat and we don't want that gotcha i understand <laughs> try to make that as family friendly as i could <laughs> yeah get it i get it i get it so i i think one of the things we were going to kind of jump into is just the uh like is it possible for like my amiibo to play against your amiibo online 100% it's not the way you would do it though for fighting another person um it's not like something you there's tools in the game like oh we're just going to uh you know go into an arena and mm-hmm. match up the amiibos unfortunately that is something that uh people I've talked to who helped make the game said they considered but they eventually nixed the uh that feature so maybe it'll come in the future but right now the way it happens is uh each amiibo has a uh, a little NFC chip inside the base. Right. 
uh, it saves all the data as uh, Captain Grisman talked uh, previously in basically a spreadsheet. And that's what your Amiibo is. It's basically a spreadsheet that has all these sliders on it about when it prefers what moves and all that complicated stuff. But it's a tiny .bin file. .bin files are like 10 kilobytes. They're tiny, which is why Amiibo aren't these sophisticated you know, machines that will eventually go Skynet on you. Uh, there's just not enough. Yeah, there's just not enough data in there. Um, but what what you can do is there's a couple of ways where you can uh, take that .bin file, use something to copy it, and then you can save that .bin file and send it to a tournament organizer. The tournament organizer needs to use a tool. The tool is this. It's the Daytel Power Saves. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it comes with this. It's called a power tag. It basically, you can load up a bin file onto power saves using their software, load it onto the power tag. And now that power tag for all intents and purposes is that amiibo. And so you can switch it out and a tournament organizer can take, you know, the Mario that Josh trained and the link that uh, Nightcrawler trained. And we can copy them both and basically put their clones and and have the clones duke it out. And so your amiibo isn't actually affected at all, but it's a copy of them. Got you. Got you. So you're basically going to be playing with the the most up-to-date amiibo for that tournament or at least from when you sent it. it anything yeah. you've done after that, it's not going to be affected whatsoever. Yeah. So. And it's actually one of the cool things you can do that uh Captain Gr- Gr- Captain Grisman uh actually created a video recently that's very good as far as teaching people how to get their dot bin files out because you don't need this if you just want to send your amiibo if you're not running tournaments you don't need the power saves what you need is a phone that is nfc chip capable typically and i think it has to be an android i don't use it myself because i have the power saves but he did a tutorial on how to use the tagmo app with an android phone Mm. to rip those dot bin files out um i'm sure we can get grisman uh to get us to link it and put it in show notes or something. And he, it was very well done on his part. Cool. And it's a, it's a video I've been wishing someone would post for a while. Cause otherwise I just have to point them to people who actually have Android phones, how to do this. Gotcha. So, so there is no way for like all the people in, in the, uh, the Amiibo training room on Josh's discord to go anywhere online and just take what they've been training at home from their house to on the internet to fight somebody, somebody else. Yeah. So someone has to arrange basically a tournament for, for you to test it out. Now that said in the Amiibo Dojo discord, there's always people who are just like, Hey, just trained up my new King K rule. I need to test him against a few people. Would anyone be willing to, you know, pit them against their guys or, send me a few and I'll pit them against them. You know, just things like that. The community is very interactive because we're kind of dependent upon one another to sort of see where your amiibo are. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So it it creates a pretty tight knit community. I like it for that reason. Yeah. And so it's very cool. It's very cool. I just didn't realize, like, I, I wondered if it was as simple as like, Hey, let's fire up an arena and let our amiibo go at it. I wish that was the case. Oh, I, that would be amazing yeah. for this community. That's uh, yeah, and I don't, I don't know the exact reason why Nintendo didn't do that, but my source says it was considered. In that we're living, we're living in the future where the internet can fix things. So maybe we'll get a patch eventually. Ooh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's a hope. 
I mean, they, have lot, they have lots of things to fix in the arena. arena. <laughs> oh, yeah. They have lots of things to fix in the arena to begin with, but that'd be, that'd be cool. No, it, uh, every, everything's fine now. It's fine. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love not being able to change the amount of people that can join mid arena or, or the, mo- or the or, mode or the or mode or the or, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> just see, there's some Nintendo PR person. We gave you Tetris 99. What more do you people want? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The, uh, so, okay. Well, let's, uh, let's get in. The other thing we have here is like, a, like an overview on the resources available, um, for like for the online amiibo scene. Like what, 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 what you've mentioned a discord where people okay, can do, yeah. you know, that um, kind of stuff. So, like, yeah. The, uh, the amiibo dojo discord is the best spot. Um, and new trainers in general, anywhere there's amiibo people on discords somewhere. So the one that you have in your channel is uh, very quickly becoming very good resource. I found. Um, and a lot of times what's interesting is I find brand new players who have maybe be, been only in the scene for like a month tend to be sometimes the best resources for other new players because they know what they didn't know when they started. Whereas the people who've done it for years, it's also ingrained that they forget that it's, you know, this isn't just common knowledge. If you come into the scene, um, amiibo dojo.com itself is a very good resource. I write articles on it. Um, leaf who is probably right now the best amiibo trainer in the world. He, uh, he writes articles on there, posting guides for various characters. Leaf has won a bunch of tournaments at the start of ultimate with a bunch of different characters the S tier list that some people are starting to put out basically are a bunch of characters he's created and won tournaments with. And so anything leaf writes, you can, uh, you can basically take as it's probably true, but the thing is everything's still young. The game hasn't been out, but for, you know, two and a half months now. Um, and amiibo understanding is pretty, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, it's new because the Smash 4 community, they didn't have any guides. This is just, here's Amiibo, figure it out. And so they did a bunch of tests. So this is the first time we've gone into a game with previous knowledge mm-hmm. and testing what works from it. And so we're still puzzling things out. There are characters that have only have, you know, a few tournaments to their name. And we just don't have much data on them. So we think they're not good or we think they're good, but until other people try it out, we have no idea. Have, um, have you guys in the Amiibo training community, have you guys seen kind of a, a mimicking of like the, the pro tour kind of like the. It's, it's actually n- not at all. Um, the pro scene at regular, uh, it doesn't affect Amiibos at all. Cause Amiibos, if you think about it, they're, AI with uh, flavoring on top of them with those spreadsheets. And so if Amiibo just has a bad base AI, it's it's got issues. An example of one uh, that has just a known issue, Rosalina. Rosalina's AI, for some reason, when she recovers from below the stage, instead of just trying to go straight for the ledge to grab it, she will leap back and sort of behind it and then try to fall back towards the edge, which leads her hugely open for edge guards now there's some good rosalina amiibo that people have trained but there's just this known weakness in it mm. and so you can't and you can't train amiibo to pull off these you know five piece combos because amiibo don't learn combos what they learn is 
this move at this range tends to hit, this one tends to get a kill at this damage. And so it's just balancing probabilities. Sometimes because they react so quick, it'll look like a combo and it looks Mm -hmm. so sweet when it happens, but (laughs) you can't rely on it because amiibos, I I always say amiibos are like ninjas as far as their reaction time and like toddlers as far far as their strategy. Okay. So like when, when Pichu, when Pichu amiibo comes out here, we aren't going to see crazy string. Probably not. The the one exception could be said probably for like peach peach is super strong right now with, the buffering system and the potential combos that she has. But if that's not present in Amiibo AI, then maybe she's more susceptible to her weaknesses. Yeah. Peach is actually one of the ones and Daisy as well, for obvious reasons. Um, We're looking to get more data on not many people have trained Peach for some reason. And so that's one we don't know. The There is one caveat to what I said about combos. There are some combos pre-programmed into some Amiibos. Uh, or not some of me, it's just some AIs. I've seen Mario's all over the place. Up air, up air, be up. You don't even train it and they'll learn it because they've just programmed it in. And so if you well, can it's, create... It's in, the, it's in the demo video on, on the game, so... Yeah. I mean, yeah. And so, it's, yeah, so it's one of those things that so, over time people find out some of those pre-programmed combos and you can actually try and like train your amiibo to set up for situations where that combo is likely to occur and then it does start looking like four five six attack strings because they sort of did a mini combo into the one it's actually programmed in but for the most part it's more about trying to figure out what just set it's more about figuring out what situations will be good for your amiibo and teaching it to use the moves that are best for it in that situation what are some of these matches like i mean are they pretty crazy to watch sometimes they are that because of what what I said, where they they function between the the toddler strategy with the ninja. Sometimes they do things that just look just godly, and other times they it will look like a bad anime match where they'll run at each other and then both stop, stare for a moment, and then it becomes a DBZ like <laughs> flare of motion. Just all of a sudden, as they they just punch a billion times at one another, and someone's just dead. And you just pause and say, why? What on earth was the decision-making AI tree there? So, so is, the, is the AI present in... Because Smash 4 and Ultimate have different kind of base AI, right? Very much so. so. So the AI for the characters is all embedded in game code on the cart or the download? Correct. And then the Amiibo just possess this spreadsheet which is what what moves they want to do when how and why kind of yes less about the why and more um so here's an example um if you do nothing but be down with pikachu uh as my little sister basically does um they uh they'll they'll do be down a lot but they'll never exclusively do be down because as much as you've told them with your data no be down's really good see it's all i'm using it's the only thing i kill you with so it clearly has to be good and that's the only data you're giving it it'll be like okay well be down must be good it's all he's doing but it doesn't know why and so it'll still use other moves now if you start wielding other moves in there like let's say you have a pummel and then you only use up smash for kills. 
it'll actually probably start using the up smash more than the pummel because it's like, well, this move gets kills and I want kills. So it's the AI looks for results. Yeah. And so that's what it's looking for. And so what gets interesting when you're training it at the start, you're trying to kill it with a lot of the moves you want to kill with. And so what I'm trying to do with my ice climbers, for example, I want them to be an air-based ice climbers that gets a lot of value out of their up air because it's pretty powerful attack. So I'm trying to grab, throw up, up air. The problem comes in the fact that uh, I have a bad habit of taunting when I get kills. It comes so regularly, and it's actually a huge issue because Amiibo will learn to taunt. Just take off taunt and turn on shield. That's what I do. No, the Amiibo (laughs) needs to know. It just it's pecking order. It's it's important. Um, and I try and do it, and I try not to taunt because again, I just I have this need. Unless it's a meteor, it just needs to taunt on a meteor. But um, if you taunt, that puts sometimes there. We don't know the exact why. Taunting can cause your amiibo to freeze. And because I taunted too much at the start of training this particular Ice Climbers, it's uh, ironically Ice Climbers is freezing a lot and just letting amiibo walk up to it and punch it in both their faces, which is rather unfortunate because they're mostly face and (laughs) it's just going to have issues. And so I'm having to try and break them of this bad habit. And so it's a. it's an issue and you gotta, you got you gotta untrain these things, but there's techniques for that. So I'm trying to train it with curry on and special smash. People have gotten some results with AI, not freezing by doing that. And there's all these little weird things people are testing out to try and figure out what to do. And that's one. I, I don't remember who it was this morning, but I think I do remember seeing this morning in the Amiibo channel here in Josh's discord, somebody talking about, uh, an SD problem with their amiibo is that something that is just like unknown right now, or because you would think a computer would not have that kind of problems. So it depends upon the situation and how they're SD. My ice climbers have an SD problem. Um, they use their their squall hammer, their B side, too close to the edge a lot of times, and they overshoot it um, because amiibo. It's a bunch of sliders in the background, and so. For whatever reason, they might be prioritizing in their slider. Got to get that damage. Got to get that damage and not prioritizing. Got to have ground under me. Don't want to die. Oh, my goodness. There's a gaping chasm underneath me. Please don't die. And so, like, I'm not even using Squall Hammer to recover because I don't want them to use it at all because the the risk is too high. So that's an issue. Sometimes Amiibo, though, just do dumb crap. Um I've seen Yoshi's be down off the side of the stage (laughs) and it's just whatever, whatever that slider is, they, you know, much like a college student, they're not prioritizing properly and their their eyes get big for a spike and they go for it (laughs) sometimes. But at the same time, what if you're training an amiibo to go, you know, go ham far off stage to get those big kills? Cause that's what you want. Well, you know, if that's what you want, Go for it. It's going to be hilarious. And isn't that what's important? Just having fun? Seems like it. <laughs> Seems like so, it. so the, the guy who started Amiibo, so one of the tournaments I run, it's a doubles tournament, which if you thought Amiibo can be dumb in one-on-ones, oh, let me introduce you to doubles. It's suddenly there's two <laughs> other targets and one of them you're trying not to kill. 
it's amazing what Amiibo can do to thwart a uh, victory. That's kind of like Josh um, and I when we're playing doubles. Oh, it's 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 <laughs> it's so much fun. But he trained this one Kirby. He called it Soul Eater. And this is the guy who started Amiibo Dojo. So this is a guy who knows what he's doing. He started everything. His name's Cloud. I call him Cloud Sensei because he's the leader of the dojo. And he trained his Kirby to taunt. And taunt. And taunt. And we have clips on my stream of his Kirby pulling off 9, 10, 11 straight. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> off on the side. And just waiting for someone to finally come over there and, you know, put an end to his trash talking. <laughs> and it's amazing every time it happens. It's just, every, it, his team wins. Like, it doesn't make sense as far as, this should cost him a lot more than it does. His team's was like got a two to one win percentage, but that's mostly related to his, so, his teammate and his Kirby goes so far ham off stage that when it's not taunting, it's just going far below the stage down airing you and barely making it. So can the sliders affect where on the stage it would taunt? Uh, not quite where more about in relationship to other people. It doesn't tend to taunt when there's an enemy right in its face, it tends to wait till no one's around, you know, like most small things that like to talk. <laughs> it, it's only got a big mouth when no one's there to back it up. So can you train a Luigi amiibo to use his taunt on the, on the ledge to get kills? <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, or, they never get snakes, it. Snakes it's so hard to, to hit that one frame, but that people have tried and I have seen Luigi's connect on it like two or three times. It's so rare, but <laughs> You know, it's like going for that one turn kill deck in something like Hearthstone or Magic. You only need the one time to justify the entire effort. Right. It'll be, it'll be fun when Snake Amiibo comes out here in a little bit because I think there's more frames for that box to fall on somebody. Oh yeah, there. <laughs> people have trained Amiibos to do some impressive things. Um, personality is another interesting thing they've added in this game because I think technically it may have existed in the previous one, but there just wasn't a. There was no feedback for us to look at. Um, but also because Amiibo AI in Smash 4 really, um, it really favored defensive playing, um, staying on the ground. Don't ever jump. Don't go deep for kills, shield, grab, throw, and then follow up just that type of style. The way they've done things now, there are very valid ways for Amiibo to play in a bunch of different things. Um, so for example, the, uh, there's four Amiibo right now who are considered top tier with maybe Piranha Plant uh, bringing, like, might be a fifth here soon um, as we get more match data. Piranha Plant is coming out very strong in tournaments. It's We had a double Piranha Plant final in one tournament. It's, it's won a bunch of them. It's doing pretty well. But Bowser's considered the top Amiibo. This is because Bowser has, uh, you know, some armor when it's doing its forward smash, which already devastates. And Amiibo aren't smart enough to say, ah, he has invulnerability frames right now. I'm not going to be able to move him. I'm still going to walk up to him. And so unless an Amiibo's, you know, you've trained it to grab a lot, Bowser's can just end you with that forward smash. And it's just got a bunch of other powerful attacks that Amiibo sometimes just walk into. Uh, but Link is also a top tier Amiibo. Well, he doesn't have anything like super armor. He just has incredible versatility and very good matchups against some of the better amiibos in the, the leagues that people do. And so he can sort of take on anything and have a, a chance at winning. 
But then there's also Lucas, which you're just like, Lucas, that's that's not a thing. No, no pro players sitting out there playing Lucas. But against Amiibo, Lucas is very good because his recovery, which they'll almost never botch, unlike a human being, um, lets him go very far off stage. And a lot of Amiibo like to try to go for meteors. And it's such a Matador style where he's out there trying to recover and it's, oh, I'm going to get the meteor. And then he's PK thundered himself into your face. And you've just, yeah. And it just, just, it devastates them. And so there's all these Amiibo that are absolutely, you know, winning in these completely different styles that that's what, that's not how it was in smash four. And we're probably still just barely scraping the, the tip of the iceberg here. This, this is all just kind of like a whole new world for me. <laughs> it, it, it's like it blew me away as well because I was I did, so I didn't start collecting amiibo. I didn't. My 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 friends in the league started collecting them for me. I was running that Smash tournament and amiibo released, and they were like, "Oh, Splice, you know, I got this for you because it was Christmas time." Mm-hmm. And oh, thank you. I don't think I collect these things or whatever. And then like one day I look and I have like nine amiibo that I have never purchased. Somehow I just keep getting these as presents from people. I better do something with this, I guess. I had a similar story. We got my kids amiibo for Christmas and then I put them all in my collection. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Father of the year stuff right there. Welcome to amiibo jail. I'll take care of those for you children. Don't worry. Bring them to me. (laughs) <laughs> okay well uh you know some people like to collect things some yep. people juggle geese uh let's see here let's see uh getting back to, to the talking points um it says explain a little more about spirits and amiibo right okay so uh captain grisman uh has been more active in uh what we call the vanilla scene where you just train the amiibo you go um, and that's where I started in Smash 4 because I came into it a bit late in the online scene. Um, but since I've been here from the beginning, I've been going with equipment. Um, and it's interesting because the spirit scene, I think, is much more robust than it was in Smash 4. First of all, you have your... So if you've played World of Light, you know about primary spirits and support spirits. Josh Josh has not. Josh knows nothing. Hmm. You treat, treat him like treat him like a brand new amiibo you just pulled out of the treat me the like the toddler strategy okay toddlers <laughs> so you have primary spirits and you have support spirits in world of light primary spirits can do three things one they convey a type upon you and that's going to be the grab type the attack type the defense type or the neutral type anything that's not neutral has a little triangle of advantage that basically make it so that if you're the wrong type, you have a 20% disadvantage against the other type. For this reason, in one-on-one, most people just play neutral because there's just no downside to it. It's safe. And so you pick a neutral primary spirit. Primary spirits in World of Light also have subtext. It'll be things like uh, fire weakness, uh, armor knight, you know, 30% damage at the start, but you get increased ability power stuff like that um that doesn't affect amiibo whatever it says at the bottom for primary spirits that only affects a human plane with it. so amiibo don't get that benefit or handicap depending upon what it is the last and most important thing it does is it gives you stats there's only two stats attack and defense 
you can go well above like 12,000 sets or whatever with primary spirits in World of Light, but Amiibo go to a max of 5,000. And so that's what it's going to be. So you can do some insane things and completely overload an Amiibo's attack. I've seen one person who has a, uh, it was like a 4,970 attack Olimar with only 30 defense, which there's no Amiibo that, or no spirit that does that. So they had to feed it a bunch of spirits to do that. That said, those Pikmin have to hit pretty hard, I would think. But, um, so that's the stats part. And you, if you're playing spirits, get up to the 5,000 max. You want that. There's no reason not to. There's no downside. There's then the support spirits. Support spirits are more targeted. There'll be things like foot attack up, air attack up, air defense up, electric attack up. And, you know, so the pretty standard things here. And anything that says something like that will give you a 10% bonus to whatever it's talking about. So, uh, like a popular one, Yoshi is a very strong amiibo. Uh, people like to give him foot attack up because that down air already hits for a bunch of damage. And if you know you're going to be spamming it, you know, why not take, you know, a bit more damage on that? The downside to taking a support spirit is that it actually lowers your overall uh, stats. And so you can totally show up. If you don't want to mess with support spirits, you can just show up with a 5,000 stat amiibo and you're fine. You know, you can do that. It's interesting because it at least makes you weigh whether or not you actually use the spirit. And so you don't want to just throw air attack on an amiibo if you don't think it's going to be mostly in the air doing air attacks because you're sacrificing stats for it. You got you to gotta be spamming enough of that one category to make up for it. But so I think so. So if you get all three slots, because there's three slots for support spirits, I think you lose uh, 700 total stats. Some spirits take up multiple slots and some of the spirits are very like it's not just, oh, let's slightly increase my attack here. Some of them can completely transform an amiibo. And this is why I enjoy spirits. There's one called Armor Knight, which makes it so that your amiibo has a lot more defense, but is greatly slowed. And so a lot of people pair up Armor Knight with speed up to try and balance those two things out. And so they suddenly have a lot more defense. Another one is, uh, there's two, there's auto heal, which heals them for, I can't, some small percentage every couple of seconds, which is great to put on a long range amiibo, like the me gunner, because they're going to spam from a range, keeping the opponent at bay and they just keep healing and you just can't deal enough damage to reliably get a kill. The best one, not in an actual quality, even though it's a strong contender, but because it's so much fun, is Insta Drop. If you play World of Light, you've seen a few fights with Insta Drop. Insta Drop basically gives whatever amiibo has it Yoshi's pound for all intents and pur- all intents and purposes. You hit down; it has a hurt box around it, sort of like these anime like uh, like speed lines. And so it'll push people away as they get hit by it. And then you can cancel out of it by jumping up. So you can put it on something like a Kirby or a Jigglypuff or anything with multiple jumps. And every time it hits down, there's a hurt box. People then started experimenting with this. They started training Jigglypuffs to fly above someone, hit Insta Drop to get down, and then right as they make contact, hit B down to rest. <laughs> there is one team a guy submitted. He named it Muerte desde arriba. 
which literally means death from above. And it's got a Yoshi named Gonzalez who has floaty jumps, which makes it so he slow falls everywhere. Think of how many times you can spam air down air when you're floating. And then he had trained this Jigglypuff named Siesta to do this Insta drop strategy. And it, seriously, you need to watch this at some point. His team is it's so much fun to watch because it's so stupid, but it works. <laughs> And when the Jigglypuff hits the rest, you know, Chad explodes. Oh, when he misses it, he's just sitting there, you know, waiting to be teed up like a golf ball. Right, right. It's so feast or famine, but it's so much fun. That's wild, man. This is this is crazy. This is crazy. All right. Last thing here on our list is upcoming uh, tournaments. Oh, yeah. Um. So the thing that's like you can always, you know, play competitively online just with the arena there are so many tournaments ultimate has brought way more people into the amiibo game than there were in smash 4 um and people are always hosting tournaments and the tournaments are getting bigger and bigger the downside is tournaments don't tend to have prizes amiibos tend to skew a bit younger if which makes sense you know the people who are like into skylanders are a lot of the people who got into amiibos which that's a younger group than you know people like you or i for the most part i mean heck i wouldn't have gotten into amiibos if people hadn't given them me, me as gifts and so a lot of people are trying to host these tournaments and so a lot of them submit your amiibos and you'll see a bracket at the end but they're starting to be streamed more as more people get the equipment to stream and so the best there's a couple places you can to f- go to find out where this tournament the number one place is the Amiibo Dojo Discord. I keep mentioning it. There's a room just called Hashtag Tournaments where people post that they're hosting a tournament, what the rules are, and how to submit. Most submissions are via email, and you just send them your .bin files that you want to submit. Um, another place, though, that is starting to... I, and I like it because it's run by a guy named Donkle, who's a really good member of the community. Uh, it's the, a Twitter account at amiibo d um and it's just where people can fill out a form and tell him i'm hosting this tournament to make a nice convenient place to sort of congregate where all these tournaments are going to be and so if you're interested in tournaments that's where you should go those those two places are the number the number one places to find out where tournaments are i myself because i have the veneer of a life but don't really have one am I'm hosting four different tournaments coming up here and they're all slightly different formats. Um, the, the first one coming up, and this is one I highly suggest for if you're new to Amiibos and this is sort of why I'm hosting it. I'm calling it smite the Saturday morning individual tournament event where you, for the record, I love acronyms. Uh, I have a degree in physics and as such, basically every physics major wants to be a mad scientist. And so acronyms are important. Um, so Smite is just going to be single Amiibos with Spirits. Um, you can submit up to two. It's double elimination. We're hosting it next week. So if you're interested, message me. I can link everyone to the, the form to fill out, give advice, whatever. Um, the next tournament is Splice Bowl. This one's not an act. It's, you know, it's sort of it's just branding people. It's important. Um, <laughs> the uh, Splice Bowl is going to be doubles. Um, the... Uh, and the team that wins is going to win. Oh, sorry. Smite's winner. I'm giving away a $5 eShop gift card. 
I'd like to go much bigger on these tournaments, but uh, I'm not independently wealthy and I have a day job. <laughs> uh, Splice Bowl is going to be the, I'm hoping a lot of people's introduction into doubles. It's spirits again. I wrote an entire article on Amiibo Dojo about doubles combat and the different sort of archetypes you can go with that people have shown success with. And like the, if you're interested in doubles, I think it's the most fun that you can have with Amiibos, but I'm obviously biased because I host those tournaments. Um, the winner of that of road to splice bowl is going to win three months, uh, subscription to Nintendo's online service. And then the winner of, of the road to splice bowl will actually face off against the winner of one of my previous tournaments. That's about to wrap up this week called salty the Smash or Seasonal Amiibo League Team Invitational. Uh, the winner of that league is earning this. This is great for the audio only listeners, I know. This is a trophy that's been 3D printed by a friend of mine named Threadspeaker. This is also an amiibo. Uh, it's a peach amiibo. I sent him a peach amiibo that I've got off eBay. He broke it open, destroyed it, took the NFC chip, and he shoved it into the trophy itself. So the trophy for this tournament is an amiibo. I wish I could say I came up with it, but it was his entire idea. <laughs> and so I've also done that with uh, this is a different tournament. It looks like an actual trophy. This one is a Samus. And then I gold painted one trophy for someone to win. There was an inkling. They haven't collected it yet, but that's going to I'm going to do a gold painted Ridley for Amiibo League, which is singles vanilla combat. If you like vanilla. And when I say seasonal, that means it's round robin. I host like one set of matches a day. So that tournament tends to go over the course of weeks, which is fun because you then get to spend more time with Amiibo, learn their personality, learn what they do wrong, just cry when they do things wrong, laugh. And it's weird how sometimes with Amiibo storylines come up. (laughs) Like Sucker Punch. They have Soul Eater, and Soul Eater just likes to talk crap to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) So, Crawler, have I told that Screw Attack story on this show, or was it my other show, about the the custom amiibo, the the minion? Uh, Oh, yeah, you discussed it with Grisman. Yeah, I think we talked about it a little bit last time. Okay, all right. I've actually brought up the concept of doing a tournament like that, where people have to physically send me the amiibos. Because the thing is, my, my whole bit is we're the splice climbers, because I'm, I told people I'm old and I like dad jokes. And so whenever people sub, I actually hold up this hammer. Like, oh, I know, what that whatever. was for. We have a convenient hammer for destroying amiibos. <laughs> oh my it would be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> People in chat do not seem as enthused with this idea as I. I, I won't even open my amiibo. I don't even want to talk about destroying them. Like, whoa. oh my goodness. Like, you know, you just buy a crappy one off eBay or something. The, the difference the, is. The, yeah, the, uh, well, I guess you can go buy an Isabel for super cheap right now because yeah. the, all the, all the, uh, all the uh, <laughs> Animal Crossing amiibo are they're cheap right now. Get them, get them now while they're cheap. I guess because they're probably going to go price when uh, when the new one comes out. Yeah, the uh, I don't know. I think the concept would be hilarious. I'm trying to come. Well, so the other concept that I came up with for it was what if we turn it into a charity stream? You know, so it's a charity tournament of some kind. And then when an amiibo loses and eliminated, put the amiibo on a display. And there's a little thing that's like, this amiibo will be destroyed in seven minutes unless $20 is donated 
to, you know, game for life or whatever charity you want to do. And if you don't do it, you don't love this amiibo enough. Yeah. You got, you got to get in contact with, uh, whatever that, that YouTube channel is that uses the pneumatic press. to. Oh my goodness. That would be amazing. (laughs) What about that guy that destroys, like he stuck like a thousand retro star Wars toys in a tank and poured acid acid all over it. And I was like, See, this is why I think the the for charity thing, just turn it into a hostage situation would be very good for both the charity and, you know, what a little trauma has never hurt anyone. So it'll be fun. It builds character. I just I just can't. All right. <laughs> uh, OK. All right. Splice. Tell us all the places where people can find you. Um, so the best place to find me is my Twitch stream splice stream. You stream, I stream, we all stream for splice stream. I don't know. Sometimes people actually remember that (laughs) and I'm ashamed that that's a thing, but I say it anyway. So apparently I'm not ashamed enough. Uh, (laughs) I can't unhear that. (laughs) I know. Right. Isn't it's just an earworm. Um, my best product I put forth is on Saturday mornings because that's our Saturday morning smash block in between matches. I play nostalgic commercials that people have submitted. So you're supposed to bring your cereal, enjoy the the smashing along with your nostalgic commercials and wonder just why the power glove looked way cooler than it actually was and things like that. <laughs> um, the other place you can find me if this not uh, related to smash at all. If you're a fan, if you're a fan of the works of Brandon Sanderson, I do a podcast with two other people, uh, Baggins Wolf, who's in chat and uh, another friend named Coincidence Cosplay. She, uh, we just cover the works of Brandon Sanderson. It's a, he's a fantasy author. If you've never read him, you really should because he is amazing. And you should listen to the Sandersonian Institute of Cosmere Study, which is an acronym that conveniently spells six. S-I-C-S. <laughs> As I've told you, I've gone mad with power. <laughs> <laughs> Crawler, where can people find you, boss? Uh, you guys can find me hanging out in uh, Josh's Discord, where we do have uh, that Amiibo training uh, sub-channel there that you guys can talk about training. I know Splice and Leaf and some other people are in there giving, and Captain Grisman are giving tips and posting videos and all sorts of stuff. Um, do we also Can we also get a... Do you have a permanent invite to the, uh, the, the Amiibo Dojo uh, Discord that we can get? Uh, yeah, there's yeah, a link we'll, somewhere. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get that up in show notes, possibly, and we'll get that in the uh, the Discord as well, so you guys can join that. Uh, and then you guys can also follow me on Twitter, Nightcrawler74, Nightcrawler.e, and then also uh, streaming on Twitch sometimes. I need to get going on that, but I guess also winning Mario Kart tournaments on Josh's Saturday morning stream sometimes. The rare, the rare occasion. Uh, <laughs> guys, you can follow me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube. It's all at N64Josh. Uh, putting out a lot of YouTube videos, guys, and also having a lot of fun on Instagram. So I highly suggest checking both those things out. Um, of course, you can actually watch the show on YouTube as well if you only listen to it live and you want to be able to check it out. It, uh, um, yeah, you can, you can watch as well. Uh, let's see. You want to get yourself a free book from Audible? Go to audibletrial.com slash SBC. Chair I'm sitting in from OPC. Go to n64josh.com slash OPC. Automatically save $10 at checkout. Guys, we have all kinds of resources and stuff in the show notes. Make sure to uh, um, check that out. The show notes can be found at n64josh.com slash SBC64. And uh, 
Lastly, if you enjoy the show, you can rate and review on iTunes. We greatly appreciate it. Share with your friends. That's, that's the best thing you can do for us. We really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much. We'll see you in the next one. Bye now. Bye. All right. Thanks for having me on.